Oh boy, we live in a day of delusion. Hi everybody, Brian Sussman here. Yes, it may be morning, it may be afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this, it's the Monday after Earth Day. And I hope you had a wonderful Vladimir Lenin birthday holiday. <laughs> uh, if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, please just go back and listen to the episode. The Earth Day blowout special, I believe it was our episode number 173 here on The Brian Sussman Show. Uh, by the way, more on me at briansussman.com. My Facebook page is Brian Sussman Show. And for daily doses of inspiration, please go to my Instagram, Brian Sussman Show. Days of Delusion. I'm working on another book, and I've been thinking about energy and alternative resources and renewables, etc. And it's kind of interesting. This goes along with the day of delusion. But there are other delusionary things in the news we're going to talk about. Uh, because isn't it interesting? I mean, people are just believing the craziest things. It's as if people have forgotten how to think or their brains have fallen out of their head or something like that. But I was looking at some news that came out of the Golden State May 8th, 2022. Why am I going back to 2022 when we're in 2023? Because that was the day that the environmentalists were all excited about, all the politicians in Sacramento, which is, you know, California's a one-party state. There are Republicans in the legislature, but they may as... They have no vote. It's just, they're outnumbered. It's a one-party state. California legislature can do whatever it wants. Anyway, May 8th, 2022, all the politicians were just patting themselves on the back. Everybody's excited and Gavin Newsom's all ramped up because the Golden State hit an historic milestone in the quest for clean, green, renewable energy. Up and down the Golden States, it's an 840-mile coastline, okay? And then inland, you know, it's several hundred miles going inland as well. It's a big state. And along the coast, you've got the coast. And then on the east side, you've got a gigantic mountain range, the Sierra Nevada Mountains. I mean, they're 14,000-foot peaks. So on this day, May 8th, sun shining, winds are moderately blowing, and the state produced enough renewable electricity to meet 103% of consumer demand. Wow, more than enough! Record broken! It's fantastic! Glorious green milestone! Keep in mind, California, largest economy in the country. Fifth largest economy in the world. I mean, the press release sounded really big on this one. No nasty carbon dioxide spewed into the pristine blue sky above. Powered the needs of California's nearly 40 million residents. This is huge. Solar and wind did it all, right? <clears throat> bia, 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 bia. Wrong. First, more than 90% of all water heaters in California run exclusively on natural gas. Shh, didn't say that in the press release. 70% of all furnaces run on natural gas. But you're saying, wait a second, it's May, you need furnaces? Yeah, you actually did on that day, and I'll tell you why. Secondly, as for solar and wind, those two sources received significant help from hydropower. Of course, they're trying to tear down hydro dams in California. They have been doing that for years. The environment, listen, the hardcore, earth-first, 
climate agenda environmentalists don't like dams because dams are not natural. Hydroelectricity to them is not natural. You need to understand that. Uh, California also gets help from geothermal, which is uh, an amazing source of energy. You know, steam, hot steam coming from the ground that can spin turbines. It's amazing. Uh, So we do have that. And then also, uh, let me see, we've got hydropower, geothermal. Oh, whoops. Don't pretend like I never said this. Nuclear energy. Again, the hardcore earth first climate agendists do not like nuclear energy as well. Why? Well, you know, they'll point to Fukushima and they'll point to Chernobyl and other things where there have been disasters. Um, disasters that were caused by, you know, well, Chernobyl, hello, Soviet, former Soviet Union, Fukushima. If you look into the details on that nuclear plant, and I have, thanks to friends of mine who work in the nuclear industry, that place was just a mess. That was so poorly run. So, you know, when these things are run properly, like they are in France, no one wants to talk about that either. (laughs) They work very, very well. What about the waste? Yeah, glad you mentioned that. I wrote about that in Eco-Tyranny. It's interesting because the nuclear waste that's been generated in the United States of America, it's about 80,000 tons altogether, which actually can be housed in a pretty small and very safe facility. But all of that nuclear waste can actually be recycled. In fact, if we were allowed to recycle the nuclear waste that's been generated in the United States alone, we would have enough energy to power the entire country for a hundred years. Now you're asking, well, why aren't we recycling it? Because the environmentalists who hate nuclear power, and why do they hate it? It's not because of Fukushima or Three Mile Island or, um, or Chernobyl. It's not because of that. It's not. Be- they know that we have the technology and the know-how to build safety into our plans for nuclear generation. They know that. They know we have it. But they don't want us to have an abundant, cheap source of electricity and energy because with that, they see us further expanding further living lives of of luxury, further living lives that have the opportunity for materialism, property, personal property. Gosh, if the energy is free and the energy is cheap, I mean, think of all the things we could do. They don't want that. They want less of us. They want us to live lesser lives. They want those with lesser brains to live lesser lives, and that's how they look at all of us. I mean, it's no different than, as I talked about in the Skyjack series, it's no different than the first disciple of Karl Marx who was angry with capitalism for using guano as a source of fertilizer. You know, bird droppings as a source of fertilizer. He was upset because, one, he saw it as uh, disturbing nature, Two, he saw it as taking advantage of underpaid workers. 
And three, it was making certain people very, very rich. And communists don't like that. So what he also saw as a problem was that the guano would allow people in England, that's where it was, it was they were bringing it to, England, they were growing more vivacious crops and, and plant life was flourishing and people had more vegetables to eat and the cattle had more grain to eat. And so there was more food available. And with more food available, people were having larger families. And with larger families, they were having bigger houses. And because of all that, they needed more animals. Animals for, um, well, like horses. Horses for the farms. Horses to drive their carriages. They just, he saw, he called it a robbery system. This Justice von Liebig guy who was a uh, big disciple of Karl Marx. He called it a robbery system. That's what they see with nuclear power. They just see this cascading effect of our lives getting better and better and better, and they don't like that. It's, it's, this, it's total delusion. So, okay, getting back to California. Boy, have I gotten... <laughs> I'm sorry. So May 8th, Cal state of California says, we did it. All of the energy on this day was from renewables. Okay, stop the press. Stop the press. Once the sun drew closer to the horizon and the natural diurnal winds began to cease on this record day, the energy grid was boop, resupplied with natural gas to keep things running. All energy grids that utilize solar and wind need a reliable backup plan that's running 24-7. And if you're not going to allow that backup plan to be nuclear, then it's going to be natural gas or coal, one of the two or one of the three, I guess. But, you know, the, I've looked at the press releases coming out of Sacramento uh, for this May 8th event. They don't mention the press release, I think, came out on Friday. May 8th was Sunday, a day that generally experiences the least demand for energy. May 8th, 2022 also had below average temperatures, which it was a very comfortable day. No need for air conditioning. But in the morning hours and up in the mountains, gas furnaces were keeping houses cozy, but they didn't talk about that because the gas furnaces don't want to talk about that because that's coming from another resource. The gas lines into people's houses. It's not electricity. They don't talk about that. Unless I was born in California. I, I lived in this state, most of, in the Golden State most of my life. Climate doctrine breaks forth from the West Coast and steadily rolls across the country like a green wave. So get ready, folks, because California, they're not done yet. They say they want to uh, generate power totally free of greenhouse gases by 2045. And you're saying, well, what about the gas furnaces and the water heaters? They want to get rid of those by 2030. They don't want to ever sell another gas-powered car after 2035. It's California. This is the delusion I'm talking about. This is crazy stuff. Okay, l let me give you another item of delusion. And that's why I know if, you, if you're a, someone who has read about, studied about end times theology in the Bible, specifically the book of Revelation and other things that are said and peppered throughout the scriptures, Old Testament and New Testament, we know that it's going to be a, a time of wars and rumors of wars, but there's, there's always been that on planet Earth, wars and rumors of wars. We know it's going to be a time of great persecution, but Christians have always been persecuted on this country, in this world, I should say. 
And we know it's also going to be a time of delusion. But friends, we've never seen anything like the Christian persecution going on today. Now, you may be unaware of this, but um, I, I know people who have ministered underground in China, and they'll tell you. There are 200 million Christians in China. These are, these are born again, fired up, filled with the Holy Spirit Christians. Uh, they are under complete persecution there. So many are in prison. You know, if, you're, if there's a police officer that even suspects you are distributing a Bible or proselytizing, no judge, no jury. No, it's just he writes you a ticket and you will show up at this particular re-education camp immediately. And if that doesn't work... But this delusion that's happening, it's all over the planet. People just believing the kookiest things, including, including this whole trans thing. Uh, so we have, uh, there's a Republican bill. I guess the reason why I'm going there is because this went down last week, Capitol Hill. Republicans decide to step forward. And I have so little confidence in the Republican Party at large. I really do. These some of these people are just so in it for themselves. Just like so many of the commentators who uh, appear to be conservative, so in it for themselves. But <clears throat> you have a Republican bill. It's called the Protection of Women and Girls in Sports Act. It's about protecting women's sports now and into the future. So uh, I I like this. I like this. But... It's interesting because, of course, the bill passed the House without a single Democrat voting for it. But can we just, please, can we just have some common sense into the equation here? Uh, my wife got into an argument with uh, or a discussion with a younger person recently. Uh, she's a, a dual, uh, dual major from Stanford, engineering and also um, uh, MBA. So very bright young woman. But when it comes to this topic, she just goes on feelings and she says, well, it's just not fair. It's not fair that you know, men who have transitioned to women can't compete in sports against other women. Now, don't get my wife started on this. My wife was an excellent swimmer when she was a, a younger person. My sister-in-law was a seven-time world record holder in swimming. Um... So, you know, my wife and my sister-in-law know a little bit about this area. And it's, it, it, you're right, it isn't fair to the women. And that's why this Riley Gaines and all of the garbage that she had to go through when she came to San Francisco State and was, was attacked for just making a point. Can't we at least have, have a discussion? Why does it have to blow up into chaos it's because delusion has swept over america in so many ways shapes and forms and you have a woke generation who won't look at the facts you have two genders that's it xxxy assigned by birth male and female now you can change your body all you want and change your attitude and change your styles and change even the way you try to think but it's just like Bruce Jenner said. Bruce Jenner, who is now, what is he now? Bruce Jenner is, I know some of you are saying, 
His name is blah, 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 whatever it is. Shirley, I don't know. I saw an interview with Bruce Jenner, who is now you know, a woman, and he was saying, I've had the sex change operations and I've been taking female hormones for all these many years and I could still go onto a golf course and outdrive any woman on the LPGA. Because he's still got the skeletal structure. He's still got the male body minus a couple parts and a couple parts have been added onto. I'm just saying, if the trans want to participate in sports, start your own league like the Paralympics. Serious, seriously. It's that easy. So what did this Stanford person say to my wife when she brought that up? The Stanford person said, well, there aren't enough of them yet. Well, I think there will be in time because I'm watching the way things are going. And I will just say this. I don't know how many of you saw the Jesus Revolution movie. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And I, it's, 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 it's interesting. I have uh, so many friends who knew some of, know or knew some of the characters in that film. But there was something interesting that happened during the Jesus Revolution. It was a little bit before my time, but I kind of came in, my wife and I came in on the tail end of it in terms of our conversion experiences. But you look at that hippie generation, you know, 60s, early 70s. They were, this is, we're broad brushing here, but by and large, this was a generation of radicals and they were radical socialist communist thinkers. They were way into expanding your mind through the use of drugs, particularly LSD. It was all about free sex with whomever, whenever, whatever, no big deal, don't judge me. It's all good, it's my life, keep out of it. This was the first generation that um, interestingly didn't trust the government and now so many of them are the government. Isn't that interesting? But that was that generation. They were a lost generation. I don't know how they got there. I have my own personal feelings on this. I, I can't, uh, well, okay, my personal feelings is my show. Uh, my personal feelings on this are uh, so many from that generation were raised by parents. And by the way, in, gosh, what was it? 19, 1957, I believe the statistic was, there were 2% of households with divorced parents. 2% of households had divorces, 1957. So this was a generation that was raised by, generally speaking, a mom and a dad. Uh the, in 2017, by the way, in the United States, it was 51% um, of, the, of the families had experienced divorce, 51%. 1957, 2%. 2017, 51%. They no longer take that. They no longer do the, that kind of statistic uh, analysis any longer. But where am I going with this? Back in the day, I think so many kids were so screwed up because... Their parents grew up in the Depression, experienced World War II. A lot of these dads saw all sorts of horrible stuff. It was a really bad time to be growing up, uh, especially as a younger adult. 
And then they came back and America was booming. It was like, you know, hell with it. I just want to go out there and make money and take care of my family the way my parents weren't able to take care of me. And I'm going to work and I'm going to work and I'm going to work and we're going to make it. My kids are going to go to college. We're going to have a car. No, wait, we're going to have two cars. We're going to have a nice house. So they invested so much time. I'm just thinking of my own family. So much time in that, that maybe they didn't take the time to properly raise the kids with the love and attention they may have otherwise needed. And there was a backlash from the kids. I'm just thinking outside the box here. Something happened to that generation where they got PO'd and they decided, I'm going all out into this hippie movement. Not all of them, but many of them. So, so what happened after that? Well, this Jesus thing took place and a lot of people, millions of, of young people got straightened out. Really, their, their minds were transformed. And so many of them became conservative thinkers. And they really had a new emphasis on family and values and morality. Their, their lives were changed. So what I'm saying is now we're at a point where more than half of the families are, are broken, so to speak. There's no longer a mom and dad married in the household. You're seeing kids growing up, especially without a present father figure. Or if the father figure is there, they're more interested in drinking, smoking dope, watching TV, partying, whatever it is, than taking care of their kids. There's something amiss in society today. And I think part of the fallout is this trans thing. Men don't know how to be men. Girls are confused on how to be girls. And it's a mess. So where am I going with this? I'm praying that there's going to be a revival, just like we saw in the late 60s, early 70s. I'm praying a lot of these kids literally have a spiritual transformation and come to know Jesus. And I'm just saying, we Christians better be ready for it, because these will be a broken people searching for the truth. And once they find that truth, the Bible promises they will be set free. Okay, I'm preaching. <laughs> but I'm just saying, this particular law, if it, if it can go all the way through, you know, what's, what, what are the chances of Joe Biden signing this law? None. The Protection of the Women and Girls Sports Act, a monumental win for, uh, win for girls and women across the country. The problem is you've got to get this thing to be signed by Joe Biden, and that ain't happening. That's not going to happen. This is crazy. So what a horrible time to be a woman in sports these days. Because if you look at that guy that beat Riley Gaines in the NC2A in whatever particular event that was, it was a freestyle event, uh, that same time would have gotten him nowhere against men. And sh shame on a person for that. That's just, that's despicable. Sitting on the, uh, standing on the award stand, he's like a, he's a head and shoulders taller than Riley Gaines. That's embarrassing. So what's going on between his ears? Well, he's, com he's not only drank the Kool-Aid, but it's being supplied to him in, in gallon jugs on a regular basis by everyone around him or her. This is the delusion I'm speaking of, my friends. It's just, these are crazy times in which we live. Okay, I've got one more for you. He is one of the most interesting people in the world, Elon Musk. I don't know exactly <laughs> how to peg this guy, but of course, you know, CEO of Tesla, SpaceX, and now Twitter, He's on Tucker Carlson's show, and he on this is on uh, you know Fox, 
I don't watch the show. I'm, I'm not a big Tucker fan personally, but but he has a very popular show. Uh, and boy, if you, if you were to turn it around, he wouldn't even know who I was. So what difference does it make? Anyway, Elon Musk. He was on Tucker's show, I'm reading here, over at cnsnews.com. And he says this. Uh, Inflation is caused when the government increases the money supply. So in other words, our government is printing. If you look at our national debt, no one ever thought it would be a trillion dollars. It's ridiculous. No, it's beyond ridiculous. It's insane. No one wants to stop and think historically how this has never worked for any country in history. So Elon Musk is concerned about that. And he says, you know, inflation is caused when the government increases the money supply, which reduces the value of the money. And that if this could be done without negative consequences, then just why not print continuously and turn everybody into a trillionaire? That's what Elon said. This is, and then he went on to say, as the old saying goes, there is no free lunch. So if you could just issue massive amounts of money without negative consequences, why don't we take it to the limit, make everybody a trillionaire? And then he said they tried that in Venezuela. How did that work out? Again, this is part of the delusion. Are we not teaching economics, basic economics in high school any longer? I don't think we are. I think the whole interdisciplinary action within the schools now is climate change and and, uh, woke ideology. I don't think they want to mess with numbers. Have you, I'm serious about this. If you get the opportunity to look at a grade schooler's math assignments, I did this recently with my, uh, I have, one of my grandkids is, this was first grade, first grade math for the life of me. Friends, for the life of me. I could not understand it. I could not answer the questions for her. I'm very serious about this. The way they're going about teaching math, it's some it's it's delusional. Listen, I I I've done advanced college work in the sciences. And I could not figure out first grade math. I think this is being done purposely so people can't figure out math so that when they, they, they don't understand deficits, they don't understand printing money. God forbid they'll never understand the Federal Reserve because you know they think that's as federal as FedEx. But in the meantime, that's fine, that's fine. I'm Brian Sussman. Brian Sussman's show is the podcast. Please like it, share it, tell your friends about it. It's my passion, it's not a job, it's simply a daily calling. Also, Brian Sussman Show on Facebook. Please like it and follow. I really appreciate that. And for daily doses of inspiration, it's Instagram at Brian Sussman Show. God bless you, my friends. Until tomorrow. Tomorrow.